0: So this is one of my favorite stories going back to, oh, when I was probably six or seven years old. Uh, We were watching the Nebraska-Oklahoma game. It was on um, national TV. And uh, we were sitting around the dinner table. The game happened to be on while we're having Thanksgiving dinner. And my, I was sitting here. My dad was on the end of the table. My brother Joe was across the way, uh, uh, right straight across from me. Dad was serving up the mashed potatoes. And um, just as he was doing so, Oklahoma intercepted a pass. And uh, I don't know if they ran back for touch. But all I remember is my dad uh, responded, Oh, pshaw! Well, he had the spoon in his (laughs) hand when he did this and the potatoes just went flying. And next thing I know, I look over and see my brother and his face is just covered in (laughs) mashed potatoes. Uh, Yes. The vicissitudes of us Husker fans. Anyway, that's, that's one story that uh, we have in our family passed on uh, for many a year and laughed
1: welcome to the forum the show where we learn more about huffer nation one fan at a time by asking them the same four questions I'm your host, Honky, and I'm here with the the nicest darn person that you're going to find on Twitter. No, not Redcast Rob, uh, but uh, with uh, Chaz and SoCal. Uh, he has a, a quote on his description, says, uh, Never be afraid to look foolish in the pursuit of learning. Welcome to the forum, Chaz, from so- Chaz and SoCal.
0: Hey, good to see you guys. How you doing?
1: doing good doing good and this is i think first time rob and, and Chaz, you guys had yeah. a chance to meet in person so
2: it, it has and and um it, it'll only be for a minute or two as you can, everyone can see i am wearing a 311 shirt so i guess that's sort of husker related i, I don't know it's yeah. omaha band but and a, but a grateful dead hat so um i'm actually just here for a couple minutes because um hunky as as everyone knows you know you kind of uh have a yeah. resemblance to a certain somebody here in, in Husker nation. And so um, um, I got you a little something. So uh, now I
1: think I, okay. Now I think and, I know what it is. So this and, is, and this I is want, our big and, announcement. And then, and then yeah, Chaz is going to have his. And, so. and, I,
2: and I want you to open that. Um, and oh, that's I can from guess. Shane already. And, that's from Shane and Laura at smack and smooch. Um, is is you know, it we one We came of those... up with this and, you know, we I thought that it. this would be I perfect for you. I knew um, it. We got you your own Matt rule smock. Uh, it's official Husker brand Adidas and it, uh, and it, and it has the go big red cast logo on it. But I figure, you know, we could start when whenever I come out to Lincoln, we can start, uh, having you wear that around and we'll just see how many people actually like mistake you for coach. Oh I, my gosh. That'd be great. Um, I, I tried to get coach on here, but apparently he's really busy, um, cause I wanted him to give it to you. You know, it's his doppelganger, but uh, he just well, he won't, he won't, won't return my phone calls or texts or tweets or emails or, yeah. or I think he blocked me.
1: Well, thank you very much, Rob. And thank You're you, uh, Shane, as well. And Shane, thank you for the, the Go Big Redcast hat that you sent as well. This is the first time I'm wearing that. Uh, what,
2: yeah. what is that a trucker? What is that?
1: Is that? I like it. Shane, yeah, send let's... me one too,
2: please. I, I would really <laughs> appreciate if you would send me one, cause I yeah, I really like that hat. So,
1: well, thank you very much, Rob. I, I greatly welcome. appreciate that.
2: The two of you have a really good fan form. I, I just, uh, you know, I, I appreciate you, honky, and I think it's hilarious how how uh, much you actually do look like Coach and Chaz. Man, you are seriously, you are top five follow on Twitter by far. Um, I know what your announcement is. I'm really excited for for everyone else to hear about it. Um, it's amazing. So, um, you know, keep up the good work and and uh, you know, I'll see you guys later. Go big red.
0: Sorry, right. you're leaving, Rob. That's too bad. it will be fun <laughs> to chat with you. We'll do it another time.
1: <laughs> well, uh, well, Chaz. Before we get to all that, let's. I just want to welcome you. Number one, just welcome to the yeah. forum, man. How's it going?
0: You know, it's going good. It's fine. It's kind of nice to be back in the states. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you've been, you were in Japan, right? For a couple of months. months?
0: Oh, that's that's a whole funny story about that. You know, (laughs) we were, we'd planned on being there for one month. Uh And we're having such a good time, and there's so much to do. Uh, The only reason we're going to be a month is because, you know, with COVID, the restrictions, Japan was still under the heavy COVID restriction. Well, it was, I think it was October the 11th. I even got something from the Japanese embassy saying that they are dropping the COVID restriction uh, so that uh, people don't need to, the, the COVID, the requirement, it's related to their visas, because you, you, it wasn't just a passport, you also had a visa. Mm-hmm. Well, to make a long story short, I thought that meant that we were home clear so we didn't have to come back after 30 days. <laughs> well, <laughs> it didn't work out that way, so... You know we we're supposed to leave like October the twenty first. We show up November the 29th and we show up at the airport and I'm at the line and they I, I'm going through customs. And the gal looks at us and said, <laughs> "Uh oh," and they pulled aside. Nope, can't fly out. You're gonna have to go through immigration You're gonna have to go to the immigration office tomorrow in Yokohama and talk to them. We ended up going there three times. They're all friendly, great people. Gee, they're really really wonderful people. Hmm. uh i i love japan i love the people in japan uh the country is beautiful the history a lot of cool stuff but anyway so we didn't finally get back until uh first day of winter december the 21st mm-hmm. we left there uh the afternoon of the 21st uh and got here the morning of the 21st wow
1: well we're glad to have you back yeah. and uh, i'm glad to have yeah. you on the forum and uh, i know you and i we we I you know, we're different generations, but I think that we have a lot of like. And I think, we think I thought alike. so too. We've chatted on the phone before, just you know, nothing to yeah. do with cast. We've we've had a good time with that. And I think what I like about the fan form is it's a chance to have these conversations one-on-one and, and for the most part, they're positives. The, the last question sometimes we get into a little bit of you know, we get in depth on the, the future of the team, but really it's intended to be positive. And you kind of came to me and you had this idea that you wanted to promote and, and I think you thought that the fan forum was a perfect forum for it. I think this is the chance here. Tell everyone what have you been doing and what are you ready to to announce tonight? And, and what are we going to be doing uh, with you here in the future?
0: Well, it's, it's sort of my present. It's kind of my, it's what I want to give to Husker fans. I posted a little hint on some of this stuff earlier today. Um, you know, I, first of all, I like positive. Um I like fun and positive if we can't have fun i don't know why why we wouldn't be doing this
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh but um no, I was thinking about uh uh what's well it was when it actually started with your questions you know um I was working on the same thing in in a different forum different format than what your questions were, which was asking um Talk about talk about your favorite memories. Talk about you know, why are you a Husker fan. Just starting to tell stories. And I got to realizing, you know, the best part, in many ways, what I enjoy most. This may be one of your questions. Why are you a Husker fan? Tri- hey, can I jump into it? Because this, <laughs> well, well, you the got, first you... one will tell you okay. why I'm doing what I'm doing. Okay, go for it. The reason I'm a Husker fan is because of the Husker fans. It's because of the people. It's because of Nebraska. And they're just, uh, they're such great people. They're great fans. They're loyal. They, you know, as I mentioned earlier today, you know, particularly with the portal, the players sort of come and go now and coaches sort of come and go. But the fans, they're always there. Nebraska fans, Husker Nation, it's just an amazing thing. Well, hearing these stories, like I shared at the beginning of your program tonight, uh just hearing those stories and sharing stories is that's, uh, that's a gold mine of fun. And so what I've been working on and what I'm announcing tonight is we have created, I guess I have, but uh, uh, created something called Husker Stories. Huskerstories.com. And Husker Stories, is the are the stories of Husker Nation the stories of Husker fans? They don't need to be life stories. All they are are the little vignettes, the little episodes, like I shared with uh, the <laughs> the mashed potatoes. Um, <laughs> uh, there's another one I, I shared with um, about meeting Zach Taylor for the first time. I put this on on a uh, on a video to show you how easy these are to make and how much fun they can be to make and to share. Mm-hmm. And uh, how uh, this was in Colorado, and we met. Uh, it was at an event there, and and at the end of the uh, at the end, end of the event, I uh, I talked with Zach Dan. And I said, "Have you ever thought about going into coaching?" This is actually a true story. I said, "Have you ever thought about being a coach?" And he was kind of dismissing of it. Uh, I think he was hoping to go into the NFL at that point. But uh, again, those are those are mm-hmm. the stories. Just so what Husker stories is is it's a meeting place. It's a community where people can start sharing their stories. They can be stories uh, like there's a couple. Well, you know this one of how I met my wife or a great story. Uh, They can be romance stories. They can be, in many cases, they're going to be funny stories. Might be uh, my earliest memory as a Husker fan. Uh, Might be, I remember taking my son to fan day and when he lit up, when he saw his favorite player, or um, I could tell you a story. If I get time before the night's up, I might tell you one about uh, the hat that I usually see me wearing. That was given to me by a Husker fan at a, at a Husker game. The first and only Husker game I've ever been to actually in Memorial stadium in Lincoln. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, it was given to me. Um, Mm -hmm. It was 95 degrees and (laughs) the, the gal who gave it to me, um see here we go this is why these stories are so fun the gal that gave it to me we had bought their tickets uh they had two uh there was idaho state no idaho idaho vandals and um they did it was you know it wasn't a big game for them and so we we what's that called you when you get the tickets ahead of time oh uh, like
1: a you know, will call? not will call, but hmm.
0: well, you know, you're out there in the street and you say hmm. some people are selling oh. their tickets and so oh, like scalping whatever. or whatever, but not scalping, scalping. You know, whatever it was. Well, we got them we like twenty five dollars each or so. So Jeanette and I got to our first game, and it was like ninety five degrees out there, and i was just sweating and this, and we, <laughs> we were facing the sun was hitting us direct on, and um, you know, but we weren't thinking about it. Uh, the gal asked uh, who who we bought the tickets from. She was sitting with us. Cause there's her husband's and her sons, I think. And she asked if you can get us anything. I thought, well, that's nice. So she went to get us a, uh, went to get us some drinks. She comes back. She not only has drinks, but she had bought me uh, that hat that I, that <laughs> I thought there's your first question. Why are you a Husker fan? It's because of the Husker, the people. And that's what's behind Husker stories. There's a ton of great stories out there. I mean, I'm already reading the ones that that you and a few other people have put them up. Mm -hmm. They're funny. They're great stories. And I'm thinking, we're just beginning. There are tons of Husker fans. So Everybody's got a story to tell. And they don't have to be really hard. So that's what this is about, is a chance to hear, to read, to see, And to interact with these stories, have a good laugh, have fun, and just enjoy Husker Husker Nation. That's the idea.
1: That is, you know, it's huskerstories.com. And so over the last week or so, I've been going on to it and and doing a few things with you. And you have a podcast section. So the Go Big Redcast has has a part of that. And then there's these stories that you can add. And to your point, there's these different sections that you can do. Of, of stories. And there was one for romance. And I figured, uh, with my wife, uh, I have my own story and you can read it in there. It's about how I proposed to her. Um, I figured why not throw the first one out there and, and maybe get that started. But what I like about what you've done, it's not a static website. It's a, it's a living, breathing, people can submit things to it and let's add to it. And it's, it's on the website world. It's what I'm trying to do with the fan forum world over time. Right now, I think, Chaz, you're number 12 or 13 or 14. I can't remember how many fan forums I've done, but when I look down the road and I can see 80 of them and 100 of them done, and it's this whole collection, and it's people of all ages and men, women, and black, white, it doesn't everything. It's everything that is Husker Nation. We're not one person or once or when people say Husker Nation think this. I like, how can you even say that? Husker Nation's hundreds of thousands, millions of people, right? And and to your point, we all have a story. And so um what I want to do on the fan forum is is do my part to tell some of those stories. And what I love about Husker Stories, the website, is it gives chance for people to go there and and give you their stories too. And and, uh, so I think it's an awesome thing. Uh, It's just starting. and It's already a a fun site. I was clicking around it today and I mean, people haven't even had a chance really to start, you know, exploring it. So um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a really cool site to keep going back to over time as you see more and more things. And I should also note, there's a little bit of something for everyone. Um, I know a lot. I'm, I'm kind of an X's and O's guy and, and we have plenty of X's and O's fans. And there's going to be, Chaz is famous on Twitter for his his video breakdowns um, of, of plays, of games. And there's videos already being put out there for that. So there's something
0: for that Husker fan that, that wants to come to this site. So let me share a couple things on that. First, uh, this is new. I'm I'm not a webmaster. Mm. <laughs> I'm retired. <laughs> I'm still learning all this stuff. Uh, but I, I, do like the learning, but like, for instance, I'm still figuring out how some of this is all going to work. Um, let me give you an example. Like, like, for instance, I really like what I've, what, 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 we've got started on the, uh, on the video clips. They look really cool and I want them to look cool, but I've only got the first five clips of the Iowa game in a lot more will come. As nice as it looks, there's no way for people to interact with each individual play. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we do the breakdowns, when we're doing on Twitter, I'm putting up a play and we have all the discussion on that play. I don't have that set up yet. I haven't quite figured out how I'm going to do that yet. But, boy, mm-hmm. does it look nice the way it's set up. Um, so I, maybe then I have one page here that's kind of the, the gallery of all the clips, and then I might have uh, for maybe a link on the side or something, if once I figure out how to do it, uh, <laughs> to, to, uh, to do individual plays and then have discussions on that. So uh, the, the reason I share this is I'm just a normal guy trying to do something. And, and this is going to be very uh, – th- there's a lot of learning. And, it, mm-hmm. it, and so this is going to evolve. But what won't change is the heart and soul of it, which is the stories. The stories, you know, um, games become history and uh, seasons, and we move on. But stories are just timeless. You know, uh, the story you told uh, in yours, that's from 20 years ago, 21 years ago, actually, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 2002, yep. uh, And I'm thinking, you know, those are timeless Well, you start doing the math. How many Husker Husker fans are there? How many of them have stories? How many are continuing to have stories? How many are passing those stories on? And uh, we don't have a repository of where we can all be sharing and enjoying these short stories together. Well, Mm -hmm.
1: now we do. Well, let's get to your story here, Chaz. And uh, but before we do. I want to talk about a couple of the upcoming shows that we have and our sponsors as well. Uh, number one is on Monday night at uh, 8 p.m. So January 30th, 8 p.m. Central time left. We'll Stephen Sippel on. Uh, we've had Sippel on in the past. So I'm, I think we're going to make this into a little bit of a mailbag show. So anybody, we want you watching live. We want you being a part of it. You can be submitting questions. Uh, directly to SIP, and and so that's how we kind of envision. I think Monday night going, uh, we'll have a little bit of format around it, but uh, we really want to get the uh, live people watching and, and having some questions there for SIP. And then two weeks from now, uh, Tuesday, February seventh at eight PM, uh, I have Troy Dumas on. So he's a All Conference linebacker, national champion from nineteen ninety four, and he's a Husker fan. So he'll be on the forum with me, and we have lots more forums being planned here over the course of the off season. Uh, I mean. Lots. So this will be uh, a, a probably mostly a weekly thing, at least, or maybe every other week. But uh, I've got a lot of them getting planned here on the docket. I'm already kind of scheduled out to March and April. So uh, very cool stuff there. As far as our our uh, sponsors, Alumni Hall absolutely support these these guys, um, Redcasters and fan formers. They have two Lincoln locations downtown, 1120 P Street, South Point Pavilions behind Barnes and Noble. You can also find them on on web at alumnihall.com. And uh and like I said, support them. Uh next up, pipeline jerky, support the pipeline. All right, pipeline-jerky.com. You can get 10% off using Redcast at the checkout there. Uh Smack and Smooch. I want to thank Shane and Laura there for the hat and for the and for the the schmock. That's awesome. I mean, I don't know that I always see the uh the resemblance with with coach rule that people say but whatever I, i'll take it and they make great stuff uh, if you need stuff for party planning and all that you know you want shirts you want koozies made contact them you can find them at smack and smooch facebook and twitter and then last but not least uh hail slash subscribe use redcast at uh checkout. you get 10 percent off and the the new hail varsity just came in today i just got it in the mail so uh rules road is the uh is the the title there the the front page and, uh, the best photos, the best graphics, everything you're going to find hail varsity. Absolutely. Uh, go for it. So, uh, let's, you've already answered question number one. So let's go to question number two here. What is your favorite Husker fan memory, Chaz? Uh, you know, I, I,
0: I wondered, I wondered how many would have the same one. There's, there's a couple different ones. Uh, but if it if it comes to actual the moment, it might be uh the ninety-five uh, team uh, in the uh festival, mm-hmm. just a uh, curb stomping old florida. I, I don't I don't <laughs> want to talk too bad on them, but it was kind of funny just <laughs> you know, it's even funnier sometimes watching it now, watching the mm-hmm. replay. Um when you see Steve Spurrier... <laughs> You don't, know <laughs> and it's 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 the end of the half, and the announcer says, "Well, what what do you do now?" He says, "Man, we're just getting curb stopped. What did he say? <laughs> what did he said something like, "Well, we're just getting our tails kicked" or something, brother. And I'm just yeah. laughing and laughing and laughing. Um, uh, there are so many from start to finish. Well, the first quarter was a little bit funny on that. Mm-hmm. Not so great, but. Uh, there are so many highlights in that game that, uh, made that an experience. That was just, you know, a dream because, you know, coming into it, both teams are undefeated and there's a lot of talk about how this fun and gun, uh, uh, Florida team was, uh, you know, Nebraska had never faced a team that could throw it yep. like, like them and, and uh,
1: Corso had them winning it. Corso said uh, we weren't going to be able to keep up with them on grass.
0: Yeah. 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 So, uh, that, that, uh, that is, is right up there. Um, there's another one that goes, but it's hard to not also think about back to the early years and Bob Devaney. I was mm. around. Now, the problem is I don't have the best memory. So, um, I don't remember all the details and all I remember is the overall feeling of how excited we were because we weren't that far removed from Lincoln, uh, back in those days. And, um, you know, our whole family, we were all, we all still, for the most part, a lot of us still lived, uh, uh, and stayed close together in that. Um, so winning that first uh, national championship and, and, uh, that would be that would be right up there. Um, so like 1970,
1: be, beating LSU in the Orange yeah. Bowl and and, yeah. and that first 70.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's um, the feeling of pride and and it was a different day and a different game back then. Um, but uh, there's a sort of the good old days uh, <laughs> to deal with that. So in terms of my favorite Husker memory, those those, those come. In terms of seeing a game live, uh, I kind of had to go between two. I ended up picking uh, the uh, Fresno State game.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: Now, I went to that one. Brian, my son Brian, he and I went to that. And uh, that that was memorable for a couple different reasons. But I still remember DeMorne Pearsonell returning uh, a kick, a punt back. Nebraska – just jumped out right away to a seven nothing lead. I think it was, I, I think DeMorney Pearsonell returned the kick, the, the punt back 70 some yards. I think that made it 14 nothing. And mm-hmm. it was just right out of the gate. It was hot as all get out, it was like 100 degrees at night. Mm-hmm at night
1: yeah it was a late game out there
0: it was a late game yeah and uh it was on cbs i was on tv i remember my brother called me and said uh, hey i just saw you guys you and your son i just saw you guys on tv and (laughs) uh but it was a it was hot that night but that was really a lot of fun because that was my first husker game that i had seen live uh since that uh uh Idaho Vandal game that I saw which was my first actually my first Husker game. I've only seen a few. So I'm that not. would have been yeah, Idaho would have been like what 2010
1: or 11 I think. I think so.
0: I think it was around 2010, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Um,
1: um and that that Fresno game was really interesting cuz that was a late night game. It was for for us on t- watching it on TV, there was a game prior to it that was running late overtime something. So by the time by the time it actually switched over, and you're right, it was like CBS Sportsnet, that channel, yeah, um, yeah. since it was a Fresno comp, you know, that, their conference game. So they played them on that channel. And by the time it, it flipped over to it, we were already up like 14 nothing. It was like, what the Uh-oh. heck, you know, which, know you that. know, that's better than being down 14 nothing, but still, it was like, what the heck happened? And, and you you feel like so you're sick. trying to catch
0: up. It was like to, five to minutes the into the game, and all of a sudden, oh! And I thought, now this is what I want to see. This is like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. The other one that 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 rivaled that though, and it was the other game that Brian and I both went to, was the UCLA game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the problem there is we lost, and uh, but when when Taylor Martinez took off from the six yard line, and and we were that end of the end zone. So mm-hmm. if you have the whole field. Uh, you know, we were, we were right about here and here's the end zone down here. And then all the way there is, is where he ran. So we saw him take off from close and then get, he was getting smaller and smaller. And smaller. <laughs> but he was, they weren't catching up to him. That was pretty exciting. Mm. Uh, so in terms of personal experiences, those, those are the ones that sort well, of. Those are, yeah.
1: those are great memories. And what I think is interesting is how small, Husker Nation is I mean it's big but at the same time it's small you always know somebody that knows someone or was somewhere well Redcast Dave was right out there in the Rose Bowl with you in that game so is that, right? that was yep that's one of the, the many that that he's been to on the road he has not had the best luck on uh, on road games he has not seen a, a road victory for Nebraska since 1995 when he went with me to the Colorado game out mm-hmm. there in in Boulder um, and so he's been to a number of them and they've been and a number of them with me that we've lost since that and so many of them are close and heartbreaking ones, but uh, I'll never be the guy that says, Hey, it's my fault. You know, they're losing. Cause I'm showing up. I'm going to stop going. I, I don't buy that. Well, we just gotta, we just gotta get over that. So, well, let's move to question three here and that is who are your all time favorite Huskers jazz?
0: Yeah. Well now, now we're getting into the tough ones. And <laughs> is this, has this been tough for everybody else? Which one, which ones are the toughest ones for everybody else?
1: Well, the last two that we've had on Shelby and Jim in Minnesota, both of them had said the exact same player for all time Huskers. And they really only said one guy, but I, I think I had uh, Paul Jacobson uh, Husker tapes guy that, that creates all those tapes and and posts them. He went through like 40 dudes. So, (laughs) I mean, it, it's kind of been all, all in between. Um, but, uh, you know, and I've had some people go through eras. So, oh, my favorite of the '70s are this, and my favorite of the '80s are this. So, it kind of depends on the the specific background and experience of each person.
0: What I was, but I mean, of the four questions, mm-hmm. is there one that people have had more struggle, or it's been tougher than than anybody else than any other of the four? Or has it been? Yeah, definitely
1: not. Why are you a Husker fan? Everyone knows their their yeah. answer right away for that. Oh, that's easy. One. Favorite Husker fan memory? They they might. They might, you know, have one or two that they kind of toss in between. I think the all-time one is probably tough because you're having to kind of just say it out loud, and you probably have so many, and you you don't want to leave someone out. But uh, well, um,
0: I'll tell you what what I came up with, and part of, part of what, part of the reason this is hard work for me is because it's such a team sport, mm-hmm. and I've always kind of i I have never gone so much with the most valuable player or the the super. I I I just anyway, that's just so. I'll, I'll tell you a few that come to mind um, most recent has to be in Domincan Sue. Mm-hmm. First of all, they came from Portland, which is where Jeanette and I are from uh, Jeanette was born and raised there in Portland and uh, uh so it's kind of fun to have a, a Portland kid come to Nebraska and then turned out to be you <laughs> know where he was oh yeah and watching what he could do and how he destroyed Texas and uh, you know that's pretty endearing to any Husker fan I think so <laughs> Um uh, Another one uh, from a far different era, and this again is I, I don't have the clearest memory, but boy, Rich Glover. back mm. in the day, uh, that guy Rich Glover was the Domincan Sioux of his day. He was just all I remember is he could throw people around and he was so fast and strong uh, uh, he could be so dominant and uh, so, uh, I don't know if you know if you saw this, Chaz
1: Rob Zadiska last week. He was posting some like he even had a a uh, trivia uh, like a Twitter poll that was who was more dominant, Sue or Rich Glover, and whether it's recency bias or well, Sue is amazing. I I actually clicked on Sue. I, I said Sue in my opinion between the two was more dominant. But that being said, Glover is unbelievable. He finished third. In the 1972 Heisman third behind only Pruitt and of course Johnny Rogers. Um, he had 22 tackles in the game of the century going up against an all American center, Brahaney from Oklahoma. He wasn't going up against Chuck right. Liver. You know, he was, he was as he, honestly, he might be as decorated and dominant. Was it
0: Tom Brahaney?
1: Tom Brahaney, are all American center. I
0: memory. I there can't remember go. anything else, but I can remember Tom Brahaney. How about <laughs> And so Glover.
1: And I think it it is one of those things. Hey, that was 50 years ago. We kind of forget those things. And as Husker fans doing podcasts, doing a website like Husker Stories, I think it's part of our job to to make sure that we keep talking about guys like Rich Glover, that they don't get lost in the history. And that I, I mean, I learned something when Rob Zaska mentioned that he was third in the Heisman. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I mean, that's imp- I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. You know, and and that's one of the things that we talk about. Sue, you know, look at this guy. He finished you know in the top five of the Heisman. That's unheard of for a D lineman. Well, Glover did it too.
0: The other part is that that comes for me is uh, in terms of picking a play. uh, How do you who do you pick for the pipeline? See, you you know me. I love the trenches. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, I just love watching the orchestration of those those offensive linemen and, and and. You know the the punch and the power and the technique and all this stuff. I don't understand it, but it sure is fun to watch. And particularly when it just dominates like Mm -hmm. that, uh, you can see how you can put that together along with uh, the Florida game and just watching them just mow through them. Well, that's that's why that's such a dream game for me. But uh, who do you pick a favorite player on the offensive line? Um, Yeah, I suppose you could say Dave Remington. Um, uh, But I don't have a memory of Dave Remington so much per se. Uh uh now I do remember who is it that did the was he was he the one who did the fumble rooski? Well
1: Dean Steinkohler did it Dean in Steinkler, the 80s. The last fumble rooske, I believe, that was ever done, because now it's a you know it's an illegal play, but in like '92, I think against ninety one or ninety-two against Colorado, Will Shields ran it. Uh, and uh, I think that's the last one we ever did. But to your point, you know, the history of Nebraska football on the pipeline, we still have the most Outland Awards. We still have the most All-Americans of any team in the in the history of college football on the offensive line. And that's such a credit to what went on during the per years, considering that we have gone 20 years now without, you know, and other teams have had a chance to catch up, but that's how dominant we were. And when I think of the pipeline, I, I just, I can't help but think of 94. To me, that's always the season. I mentioned Zaska earlier at, at left tackle, Joel Wilkes at left guard, Aaron Graham at center, Brendan Stye at right guard, uh, Zach Wiegert at right tackle. He wins the Outland. Stye and Wiegert, Wiegert both uh, are earn All-American. We have two All-Americans in one year on the line. And that's only happened like four or five times in the history of college football where one team could claim that. And yeah. a couple of them have been Alabama teams of recent. Um but that that's the only one that we ever had. And that's not to say we didn't have other amazing lines. You go back to 1982 and there you have Remington and Steincooler on the same
0: line. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. You so, <clears throat> so that's where, the, where I, I stumble a little on the favorite player um, because um, um, there's some tremendous talent. I mentioned DeMorne Pearson L kicking, uh, doing punt returns and, mm-hmm. and uh, but the thing is that for the most part, everything's so, um, you know, a great player has to have a great offensive line to run mm-hmm. through or to protect him if he's passing or whatever. So um, – Well, I have a question for you.
1: Yeah. You know, you mentioned never be afraid to look foolish in the pursuit of learning. I let, let me see if I can learn here from you on this. We asked that question, who are your all-time favorite Huskers? Do you think it would be better if we – Maybe amended that a little bit. Who's your all-time favorite Huskers or favorite team? And and the reason I asked that good is I, I posted a thing on Twitter about a week ago, and it listed the ten at that time the ten transfers that are coming here from the transfer portal. Now we we've added another one since, but um, and I was just like, you know, who are you most excited to see? And a number of responses, Twitter, Facebook, a number of the responses were not one person. It's all of them. It's the team. It's it's not focusing on one person. And, and I get it. I'm, I'm all about that too. You know, I'm, I, I'm team first. And, and there I am asking the question, like it's an individual. So for this question, number three, should it be who, are, who are your all time favorite Huskers or is it, should it be more, you know, Huskers and team?
0: Well, I think it's different people. Some people, um, uh, can really enjoy having the, you know, being able to pick, you know, like Tommy Frazier's an easy pick, Eric Crouch, uh, Johnny mm-hmm. Rogers, you know, Johnny Rogers was, it's hard not to pick Johnny Rogers if I had to actually pick a favorite player because uh, he was so electric in his time. He was just what a player. I mean, he was just an amazing player. So mm-hmm. it's kind of fun to pick the the favorite uh, player as well. But um, uh, favorite team's a good question. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a your favorite- I'll put you on this. I'll put you on the spot, Chaz. Do you have a favorite? Do you have
1: a favorite team? you haven't had any chance to think of this, so.
0: Yeah, I haven't. Um, <laughs> well, I you know I'll probably end up um, probably end up going with that uh, ninety five team mm-hmm. simply because they were so dominant all year long. Um, the ninety uh, the ninety seven team, I loved the way they came back in the second half and just destroyed uh, um, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I still remember. Uh, when it was close at half, they're saying, "I don't know if we can vote for him." I don't know. If we-. And I remember Lou Holtz at the halftime says, "You just wait. <laughs> this Nebraska, these guys, they can wear you down." And he he was prophetic in that game. But um, so probably the ninety-five team, the ninety-four team, you know, got Thomas' first uh, championship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in some ways, I, I they didn't win it, but that eighty-three team. Mm-hmm. was that that was an amazing team you know what i think maybe the 83 team was my favorite team
1: chaz that's my first year my first season of memories and i mean literally my first game is the kickoff classic the inaugural kickoff classic nebraska penn state 44 to 6 we get our revenge against penn state from 82 which at that time i didn't even know what that meant cuz i yeah. wasn't paying attention in 82 but I, I remember every single game from '83, the '84 to 13 massacre at, at Minnesota, the 14 to 10 nail biter against Oklahoma State, the 28 to 21 victory, a third straight victory over Oklahoma in uh, in Norman, and then the 31 to 30 two point conversion loss yeah. with the with the fumble, Ruski, with just everything about it a heartbreaker. My mom. Maybe this is a story I'll put in Husker stories at some point. But my mom oh, cool. tells the story I'm in first grade, and uh, the teacher calls her from school. I'm in, and uh, I'm crying at school, and uh, and she's like, Do you have any idea what's wrong? And and uh, I guess I must have been telling him that you know, the Huskers lost, and <laughs> so
0: <laughs>
1: and
0: get that at, story in because not everybody's doing, <laughs> there. There's still some people there's probably two or three Husker fans in the country that still aren't tuned into this. So make mm. sure and get that, uh, be sure and get that in. Yeah. Those, those stories are, those are gold. They're priceless.
1: Mm. Well here, I got something that's priceless. Let's get to question four. Cause I really want to, uh, we can keep talking about everything, but this is a one I really want to get in with you because I think it's just fun. How do you think the Huskers will do this year? And this question, it, it it revolves around a lot of things. It's, it's how you know, what do you think of the the status of the program right now, the coaching changes, the portal stuff, you know, off-season development, how did the last season end beating Iowa, the the plays that you're starting to post there to huskerstories.com. Make sure you go there, uh, Redcasters and Fanformers. So, you know, you kind of cumulatively put all that together. How do you think that they're going to do here – over the next month, over the next six months, over the next year.
0: Well, these are if you know my style in uh, in uh, in Twitter. If you if you know my style, typically these are, these are I'm better at answer at, at asking that question than than answering it. Okay. Uh, you know, every year people say, "Well, how do you think they're going to do next year?" or "What's your prediction?" Remember, they come up with, every August. Every, mm-hmm. uh, how what's what's your score? Win loss and the prediction. I never do, do those. Because I'm always wrong, uh, and it's uh, it's always it's just so unpredictable. Well, name for me a more unpredictable season than this one. Um, so th- that's a that's a that's a tough question. Here's what I can do. Um, I can say that um, on here's a, a a one or the other. On one hand, historically. Matt rules teams when he first seasons have not been good.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, When he takes over, in fact, they can sometimes be even worse than the last season from the previous coach that, that he replaced. So um, he's not necessarily into quick fixes. Um, He'll invest more. If takes his lumps that first year as part of the investment for that. In fact, even said here today or yesterday, whatever, give me three years. And um, you know, just let give me some time to work on this. Mm-hmm. But so, it's possible. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be blown apart. I wouldn't be surprised if we if we see Huskers really struggle and and be very disappointing for a lot of teams for a lot of people. Plus, that wouldn't surprise me. On the other hand, it's what are you doing? It's my dog. <laughs> got a new puppy. Um, hey, puppy. <laughs> Uh, Kyoto. So, um, on the other hand, the portal and everything's different now. You know, you're when you're rebuilding, you're you're it really can happen much quick, much more quickly. Uh, And in either case, we don't know what kind of development's going to take place, Uh, the chemistry that's going to evolve. I like. what i will say this i like what i'm seeing i like uh uh i'm a little surprised at how much i'm liking and how good (laughs) it's looking um i was okay with the hire um i had some reservations um, because um i wanted some substance i didn't want just talk and he's really effective as a speaker, as a seminar leader, as a you know, uh, you get him in front of a group. He's a natural. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I was a little concerned that he might be more um, uh, style than substance. But you look at what he's done on the job. First of all, he's hard worker. The biggest thing I'm seeing is he's being real with the people. I like his authenticity. Uh, he's also working crazy hard, uh, he's getting results. They needed, they need, they needed some talent. They're losing, they lost some, they're getting some great talent. Um, and I like the way and what people are saying. So, um, in terms of how I think they're going to do, um, if I had to guess, I think they're going to be better than last year. Uh, I could see them going to a bowl game. Um hmm. uh, uh if i had to guess right now i'd say they're going to they're going to at least go to a bowl game now mm-hmm. that goes against the his history which is first year struggle then second year much better than third year boom um or even second year boom um that goes against his pattern but it's not you know college football landscape has changed in that yep. time the yeah, other thing that's, that I like is the fact that he's uh, he's also got a history of rebuilding. He's gone in mm-hmm. he's gone into situ- situations that uh, um, in, in, in any in any of those cases, none of those were easy situations he went into.
1: Mm-hmm. And, that's the thing; each situation it was different. And to your point, there the there are mechanisms at his fingertips today that weren't present when he was at Temple or when he was at Baylor, namely the NIL, namely the transfer portal, some things that he kind of mentioned that can help speed this up in terms of the process, but speeding it up should never mean there's no shortcuts. Let's put it that way. It, I mean, to build this thing, right. It, it's gotta be done the right way. And, uh, and that doesn't always mean going, you know, 10 and zero or 10 and two in the, in year one. Um, he mentioned um, that busting with the boys a podcast and obviously if you haven't seen that yet, Redcasters, that was amazing with with Will Compton. Yeah.
0: I I saw a little clip of it and it looks
1: really, really good. And and he, you know, specifically said uh he doesn't see this being a slow burn, you know, meaning I mean he thinks that that you know they can start to have some success. And I think he feels the I think he feels that it's important to show some success early on. Now what does that look like? What I'm using all off season, the the term I'm going to say, my, my little moniker is it's the race to six. Um, I, I, and I basically it's a bowl game, right? And so, but I never put ceilings on the team. So I'm not saying we're going to go six and six. I'm just saying it's the race to six and we might get there in six weeks and it might be week 12 with Iowa here and we're five and six and we need to win it to get to the bowl game, but it's the race to six. How do we get to six? If, if it's week eight, we're six and two. Awesome. Let's reevaluate. Let's, you know, let's get to eight wins. Let's get to nine wins. Right. You know, but you kind of take it step by step. But before you even get to that all that talk, you know, he, he even mentioned that on the on the bus with those guys that, you know, he hears it a little bit, you know, the, some of the players, hey, you know, let's get to a bowl game and all that. And he's like, hey, why don't you guys get to the weight room first? Let's let's worry about that. You know, this is a day by day. It's it's the approach. But I love the mixture – I mean, we're up to 98 guys, I think, is the list I have here right now. And 98 scout. Yeah. And that's made up of 37 guys that he's brought in since he's got here. Now, a number of those guys were Frost guys that he continued to recruit and, and secured and got here. He also has kept a lot of players. We haven't had a major defection of players, which is, is rare, considering when you have a coaching change. And you have all the change that's gone on in North stadium. I mean, there's basically one coach Rayola back and just a few support people. What that tells me is he's treating people and these coaches are treating people right. Um, you know, I've heard, uh, uh, you know, the running backs coach talking about the running backs there and uh, Bethard and, and him saying how these guys, you know, he, he loves those guys that he has in the room. They're his guys. I've heard the defensive backs coach say the same thing about the DBs that my, my door is open. And, you know, for the running backs, for what it's worth, they haven't gone out and hit the portal for anybody. They they like the players they have in there. They they kept them. I think at the end of last season, everyone's like, oh, Grant's gone. A.J. Allen's gone. Well, they're they're here.
0: Yeah. And so I I think
1: it it gives you at least a glimpse that they must be treating people right. They're not coming into the room and, and saying, get the heck out of here. Get into the portal. I need my people leave. We've seen that done by. Other coaches, I'm not naming names, but we've seen other that's not unheard of for coaches to do when they take over a place. So, um, that's to me, that's refreshing. And at least it's a sign that that they're doing something
0: right. I like uh, there's a lot of things that I, I like to say. Um, one thing that I saw, I've been so tied up trying to get this site ready that I haven't stayed in touch as much as I'd like to, but, um, one thing I liked, I saw a tweet that showed that he had visited, uh, it was from a special education teacher, uh, that he was in a school, and i he was, I don't know if he saw the kid or the parent or whatever. I thought, you know, there's no recruits that he's going to get from a special ed teacher or special ed kids. Um, that means he didn't have to do that. Uh, and those, it's little things, a lot of times that, um you know, those little things can make, can reveal a lot. And maybe not just one, but when you start adding them all up, you add what people are saying, how coaches are, high school coaches are talking about him, and how parents, uh, the words that you're getting for how the recruits are re- talking about, how when he goes around these all across the state of Nebraska, there's kind of a accumulation of evidence that suggests this guy's, very human. And I think that's a good thing for Nebraska. And mm-hmm. that, uh, because it comes back to where I started at the very beginning of this, is that the reason I'm a Husker fan is the people. It's the people, the kindness, the the humanity. Uh, I get the feeling uh, he's a genuinely good guy. He's going to be a guy that's easy to root for. A genuinely good guy and he's obviously done some turnarounds, so w- we may have something here, uh, and certainly reason to be hopeful. Certainly reason to be hopeful. Now, there's tons of unknowns, and that's a whole nother show. You know, what are mm-hmm. what are the unknowns going into twenty twenty three? That would be a try.
1: good. That's a good question for Sipple on Monday night, right? I mean, that's a that there's
0: that's your whole show. Yeah, you know. th-
1: there's there's no shortage of questions. Um, and that's good for the, the realist out there. I think there's a lot of reasons for optimism too, and that's good for the optimists. And And I think a lot of the fans that I talk to and, and where I consider myself, and I think where I would, I would throw you in this, is most people I talk to have a little bit of both of that in them. They have realism of understanding where we're at, but there's also this optimism that, you know, when someone sits there and tells me, oh, it's never going to come back, oh, our best days are behind us, and oh, you know, give me a break. Let's do things right. And if you do them right and you do them long enough, right. For the, for a long enough time, you're, you're going to be okay. You're going to good things usually result, uh, when you do that. And it's most of the times.
0: That way anyway. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, I,
1: yeah. I don't life want a fan is, like that anyways.
0: Yeah. Life is short. Uh, it's just too short to stay negative, to, to look at the glass half empty and, and to find things. it just is too short. Uh, mm-hmm. Believe me, you know this. This this gray is getting grayer, and uh, <laughs> the, the the more years I'm around, the more I start to say, you, you, you know, you want to, you realize it does go five by fast, faster than you realize, and uh, it's just too short to to waste your time with naysayers or people who um, have to win an argument or what you know. It's too short. Let's enjoy life, see the good. My this is my dad. Um, something I haven't really told you—you you don't even know about this. Uh, Husker Stories is not the only thing I'm working on. Apparently. I also am working on—if uh, if, it's—it's clearly not even close to ready. I'm actually—I also created Chaz Stories. Oh, cool. Chaz Stories is something that once I get Husker Stories and stuff going, so that we got a lot of big staff, and we got people that can really run it. I'm going to be working on more on Chaz Stories as well. You know, on on my Husker on on my. Uh, um, Twitter, I would sometimes have that better side of humanity post of the day, Mm -hmm. better side of humanity post of the day. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I want to have some Chaz stories that, uh, kind of emphasize all the positivity. You know, there's a lot of positive there and a lot of positive life. My dad, um, uh, was really the one who most shaped me this way. He, 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 you know, my dad was a pastor and, (laughs) uh, He, he always talked about, uh, he used to say, always look for the seed of the equivalent benefit. Uh, always look for the good side of things. He quoted Napoleon Hill, the guy who wrote Think and Grow Rich and a lot of those. Um, uh, and everything give thanks in all circumstances. I have learned to be content in all circumstances. He, You know, just always seeing the good. You look for the good in people. You... Shrug your shoulders and smile, you know, at the bad and say, well, yeah, but the look at these good, the good side. And uh, I want to, I got 14 hours before he died in 2010 or something or other, 2009. Uh, I got 14 hours of video of my dad telling stories. You want to hmm. talk about stories. So that's something else I got. Uh, I'm going to be, when I get a window, I'm going to get all, and, and you're going to hear a lot of positive stories from that too.
1: You know, one of the things I, I like so much about you, Chaz, and I mean that I've gravitated to you since the first day I started interacting with you on Twitter years back. Um, a week ago I had Jim in Minnesota on, and I, I kind of labeled him the, the hardest working man in Husker Twitter. He he reads everything. He listens to everything. He, the the guy, amazing, isn't he? He doesn't, he doesn't miss anything. So I, I kind of – I've given him that label, and I've, and I've even seen him kind of – some people have called him that now on Twitter. and, and Good. Well, I'm going to give you a label here. I think you're the first gentleman of Husker Twitter. I mean that sincerely. When, when the cesspool, and I've heard that about Twitter, You know, it's the cesspool of Twitter, when things get bad, when, when the Huskers lose and it just gets really you know, gets dark at some spots, number one, we always try to tell Redcasters, suit, S-O-O-T, our, our public service announcement, stay off of Twitter maybe for 12 hours, 24 hours, whatever it is. But when I come back onto it, I gravitate to people like you. Because it's easy to get down into the negative stuff and, and you start you know getting in the weeds of all that. But it I start to kind of come out of that funk when I when I, I know that there's there's like-minded people and people that can try to take a positive I, this is where this is where I, I think you're the, the perfect example of a realist/ slash, um, optimist, but also a teacher, which is what you were for your, your career and, and you never stop being a teacher. I love it when you break down video, of a player and you can be critical or you can at least ask the question. You can say, you can say, you know, did, 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 did we make a mistake on this play? But it's not attacking the player. It's not attacking the person. It might be attacking. What was the issue? How does this player get better? How do we get better? How do we learn from this? Um, I think that's a lot better way. That's a coachable way of doing something versus just, wow, you know, Hey buddy, you stink. Hey, you, you need stink. to be gone. You know, let's tag that player and say how bad he is, and I'm sure that will make him better.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the teaching. That that is teaching. And and uh, with my kids, when I was I was teaching, uh, a lot of times. In fact, one of the things I'd tell them, I said, you know, anybody can come up with the right answer. Good answers are good answers are a dime a dozen. Mm-hmm. Raise me. Show me a good question. I would give, you know, we have the rewards. I would give extra tickets, extra rewards for good questions, and I'd, I'd highlight them. And the idea is that it's about learning. Really, learning is really the key. You never stop learning. And uh, uh, stay curious. Hey, listen, if I can get something across to everybody that's on tonight, stay curious. Don't give, don't never quit uh never think that you've you've learned it all or that it, it's boring. stay curious learn something new go to go to husker stories and mm-hmm. listen and get to meet a lot of wonderful people learn it broadens your horizons broaden your story you'll learn more things about more people uh that's you know if if you can stay curious a curious person is going to love husker stories because they're gonna learn new things. They're gonna learn uh, and, and meet new people. They're gonna find out just how great this Husker fan base really is, um, but stay curious. Um, anyway, that's, that's kind of what's my teaching my teaching style that when, when a player makes a mistake, that's, that's not condemnation that says, okay. In fact, like when we break down plays, the reason we're breaking mm-hmm. them down is to say, okay, so this is why, you know, that's hard. What they're trying to do how do they do that how can how are they supposed to you know alignment they've got to keep their head down but they got they've got to keep leverage i get i understand leverage and they didn't win leverage there but you know they also have to remember to keep their get their weight shifted right and if they get going too fast somebody if they're they got a quicker step well now they've pushed themselves they've got all the strength in the world but it's going against nothing because they're not fast enough is it better to be faster Is it better to be quicker? Is it better to be stronger? All these things start to play together, you realize this is pretty dynamic. It's not a simplistic say, oh, he's terrible. Well, no, Mm -hmm. maybe maybe he was taught something a certain way. Maybe it's the way he's been trained. Maybe he's young. Give him time. You know, these young players, that's the fun of watching them grow, is watch them develop. Uh, I just wish they wouldn't develop and then go jump into the transfer portal, but uh, (laughs) – Uh, that's another issue.
1: well, and and you know that you have a level of respect on Twitter when you can ask these questions, and I've seen guys like Troy Dumas, who will will have on in a couple of weeks respond. I've seen you know the Damon Bendings and the Rob Zaskas and the 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 former players, they'll take on your questions, and that shows a lot of the respect that they have for you. I want to show you this tweet too, because this is one I've actually held on. This is how long i've I've been meaning to have you on the show. This is from last summer when ucla and usc joined the conference i believe it was that day and huskers the official huskers account says husker nation and cali how you do how's your day going and then they go someone check on chaz and socal (laughs) i mean that is to have the official husker account single you out to say someone check on them you know because the big 10 now is you know is, is going into southern california I mean, how does that feel as a as an ambassador of Husker fans? One of the one of the ambassadors of Husker fans on Twitter. I mean, that is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that's that's funny. They have to save that for me sometimes because I, I I never saved that. That's kind of fun to see. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, one of my first thoughts was, uh, you know, Californians for Nebraska really deserve uh, the first jump on that. Uh, but it's really <laughs> nice. Uh, um, uh, it's really kind of. Uh, uh, the program to put that out i had a good laugh over it so
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah <sighs> well Chaz, this is exactly how i i'd expect it to go we're at the hour point and and everything i i always allow my my guests to to have the, the final say and and the the parting shot but just in general i this has been a lot of fun for me because like i said we've we've had conversations on and off the first time I ever had you on the podcast when it was just audio only it was several years ago and I learned I learned I learned a lot from this you were you told me you go I want to let's chat on the phone first I don't just want to just go and do a podcast you know let's let's get to know each other and we can't you know because of distance we can't just sit in front of each other and like I think we'd, we'd prefer to be doing this in the same room I know it but through technology at least we get to do this but for one night you and i just sat up and chatted for probably an hour and a half two hours on the phone the night before we were going to do our first podcast and it just made me think like how powerful is husker football that you know again generations are different we are living in different time zones and different parts of the world and yet the thing that brought us together is is husker football is husker sports um it doesn't have to be a big divisive thing, which you see sometimes on on Twitter that Husker football somehow divides some people. I I don't get that. I mean, at the end of the day, the we're, we all are behind the same program. We all want it to do great. I mean, if, if you don't, then it's, it's hard to consider you a fan. If you don't want to see it do well. And so it's the reason I love having you on. It's the reason I love doing the fan form and It's the reason that everyone watching this should go to Husker stories after this and, and, Continue to go back, be a part of huskerstories.com and what Chaz has put together and add to it. Make that the, the biggest. I can't wait to see what that site looks like in three months and six months in a year as, hey, as stories me, get added.
0: Let me put a, a, a add something. I need help. Uh, I need staff and all that, too. But what I really want, is I want to get some ideas. For instance, I've got ideas, but I don't know how to how to how to make them work. One of the things that I've I've long wanted to do was I want to have a place that celebrates and and th- that really celebrates and provides a great form for learning and and teaching, learning and uh, enjoying volleyball.
1: You oh, know, cool. we got an
0: incredible volleyball program. I mean. We we really should have. We need a place. We need a, a way. An accepted um, station. Something that can allow us where we can really talk uh, volleyball the way we talk football and mm-hmm. teach and see and all this. I'd I, but a lot of the ideas, Husky stories. I'd like it to be yours. I'd really like it to be let kind of like when what i do you know so with with the clips i put it out there for people to talk about and then say and then i get all the learning from it but all i do is i just set the table well i kind of like to think of husky stories the same thing all i'm doing is setting the table you guys can make it what it's going to be uh you can come up with ideas text me um drop me put hit the contact button hopefully it works and, uh, uh, you know, and, and give me your ideas so we can shape this together, uh, consistent with the, uh, consistent with the, the culture that I want to be, which is positive, um, fun, uh, happy. Uh, that's the direction I want us to take it. Scroll to the bottom of Husker stories, the front page, and you'll get a sense of my vision for this. And if you want to be a part of that, if that sounds like what you want uh, to be, boy, I can use the help because, you know, uh, uh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's yours. That's what I really want you to know. It's yours.
1: That's, that's great. Well, Chaz, this has been wonderful. I've enjoyed this so much. Um, do you have any parting
0: shots for, uh, for the, the people watching and listening here over the next few days? Uh, only that uh, the one link I haven't got set up yet, I've told Jeanette every day, remind me I want to get this up. I haven't got it up yet, but I will. And that is I want to have a thank you slash appreciation uh, thread. Um, how many people would you wish you could say thank you to in Husker Nation? How many how, who would you, what other the lady that got me the hat? I wish I could find <laughs> her to say thank you. The uh, the fans uh, um, who invite me to this or uh, how, how many Twitter followers? How many Twitter uh, like guys like Damon, um, uh, who, God, he, he's just so good and he mm-hmm. really is kind in terms of interacting. Uh, and I learned so much from you. The, there's a lot of people I personally would like to thank. Uh, I uh, find someone, and here's my dad's voice again uh, of being thankful and being grateful. Find people to to say thank you to that. Uh, I hope you can help me find a way that we can do that on on uh, Husker stories as well.
1: Well, that's great. Well, thank you so much, Chaz. and and Redcasters, fan formers out there, if you if you like this, subscribe, hit the like button, you know, give us some, some feedback. We appreciate that as well. You know, share this with with your friends and uh, your neighbors and, and all the other Husker fans that you know. Um, we want to keep telling <clears throat> stories like this as well. So uh thank you so much for watching. And just remember, you too could be the next one to join us on the forum. at Sports Network
2: Production.